Anna here. Did you know I have another podcast? And did you know it's all about failure? Well, at this point, you'd have to answer yes to both of those questions because I just told you. But my other show isn't just about failure. It's about failing your way to success. Yes, success. Because the most successful people are often just the people who've gotten up the most times after their failures. Don't believe me? Go download Fail Your Way to Success wherever you get your podcasts or go to failyourway.com for more info. Now back to the show. One of the definitions of launch is to start or set in motion. And every creative person has to do it. So what are the secrets to a successful launch? With eight to 10 hours a day, I was like literally emailing people one by one. I don't really check my numbers. You know, I don't really listen to the podcast. I'm able to do it again, but as a normal person. Welcome to Anna David's Launchpad. Hi there. Welcome to episode 305 of Launchpad. I'm your host, Anna David. I talk to authors about their best strategies for book launches. And today's episode is with one of my authors. It's a book that uh, my company, Launchpad, published. So this is terribly exciting. I will tell you, it is also exciting because this is the first episode that I'm recording in my brand new sound studio. Yes, I have a sound studio in my home. It's basically like one day I walked downstairs and it looked like there was a time machine in my house. And it's sort of my whole bottom floor. It's got its own thermometer heat gauge it's 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 you could live in this thing so i hope it sounds really really great um to, so today's episode matt george uh he is the best-selling author of non-profit game plan and let me tell you a little bit more about matt he is based in peoria i can't even say it illinois he is the um, ceo of the children's home association of illinois his entire life is devoted to raising funds for children's home and other local nonprofits. and what is great and interesting about this interview is that he came to me via his mentor kevin harrington um who is a friend of mine and a friend of launchpad and um His tips for launch, he comes from having really no profile at all to being center stage. And his tips include use your city to help promote your book, carry your book everywhere so that when you run into a famous athlete in Vegas, you can get a picture of him holding it and even be willing to hand out copies to the nice lady sitting next to you on the plane and then watch your uh, suddenly watch yourself giving keynote speeches and going from having never done a podcast interview to doing uh, three today. So uh, that's about all I want to tell you about Matt George. Don't forget that if you would like the show notes, which includes ways to reach Matt George, as well as a full transcript of this interview, go to launchpadpub.com slash blog slash Matt. And now I give you Matt George. So Matt, a pleasure to have you be the very first episode that I record in my studio. I love the studio. Can't (laughs) wait to be there. You're going to be here recording your audiobook. The sound, I hope, is is epic. Um, now, so so what is fascinating not is not just that you are the kindest man that I've ever dealt with. That's, that's fascinating. But but how we came to work together and how 
as a result, I had a front row seat as you built your platform and built towards your launch. So let's talk about, I want to talk about that, but I also want to talk about how you basically decided I'm going to get out there and I'm going to tell my story and you targeted one specific man who told you how to do it. So let's talk about that. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Kevin Harrington, original shark on Shark Tank and inventor of the infomercial. Uh, um, I saw him at a conference and the short of it is I tracked him down afterwards. You know, everybody has escape routes and um, he had just made a joke about how he goes into hotel rooms and he's waiting for somebody to jump out of the closet or out from under his bed and, and pitch him on something. And I thought that was funny. And so he went out one way at uh, the conference and there was really only one way out. And this conference was in Las Vegas and, and real long escalators. And so I waited by the escalator and there he comes walking around the corner. And I said to him, Kevin, I'm not here to pitch you. I don't want money. Um, I run a children's home. And what happened in, in about, two seconds, it actually changed my life. He said, I'll call you. Um, give me two hours. I'll call you. And I thought, oh boy, he's going to blow me off. And exactly two hours later, I get a call and he knew all about me. He did his homework on the plane. He um, pulled 990s from my nonprofits. He knew um, what our budget was. He knew that I worked with um, NFL coaches and all these baseball Hall of Fame guys and and really just um, was a cool experience. And then he, he ended the call with, uh, what do you want? And I said, I need a mentor. Um, I have a lot of mentors. I truly believe in them. I, uh, mentors have actually changed my life and put me, helped put me in the position that I'm in now but I need somebody on a, a national or worldwide scale. And, and he said, well, if you're serious, um, come down to Florida and come on this date, this time, and uh, we'll see. And so I did. And, and uh, uh, he said, you're going to write a book. And I went, you got to be kidding me. And that was back just in March of 2019. And here we are, um, 12 months later, and I launched the book uh, with a lot of your help in uh, January, uh, and it's just been a ride ever since. So, and he still, uh, he checked on me today. And so he, we probably talk five or six times uh, a week, and uh, it's just, yeah. I mean, he's he wants to make sure that um, I tell the story, and he wants to make sure and see the success of the book. And, and it's just been such a fun experience. That kind of makes me want to cry. I don't know why. It's just not what you would expect at all. And I, I, I know him. I know what a nice, genuine guy he is, but I also know how busy he is. So he, He's very busy. He's called me before from Dubai. He says, man, I'm sorry. I'm in Switzerland. I'm in China. I'm in, and I'm, uh, he calls me at any time. He texts me. If he has an idea, he'll, te- he'll text me at midnight. And um, I'll, get, I'll look and I'll go, oh, that is an unbelievable idea. And then I'm one of these guys who implements things. Like if he gives me a contact or an idea, I don't sit and really think about it. I'm like, this is a chance of a lifetime, and I act on it. And it's really helped. And, and he did tell me, he goes, I'm a busy man. Do not waste my time. I need you to go all in. I'll go all in with you 
if you go all in with me. And uh, I got to open up for him uh, with a speech uh, kicking off the book in Orlando. And uh, there's more to come. And I will say too, you know, Kevin has referred several people to me and he's never done what he, so, so he, re, he referred you to me, you and I spoke, and then Kevin basically called me afterwards and was like, oh, you're doing this. This is my <laughs> guy. You, 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 you got to make it yeah. work. And, um, and so we moved forward and um, you really are, you know, what, what's great about you is that is that you were determined and you were determined in the kindest way because we did a lot. You asked, you asked for things and you did it in such a kind way that it actually taught me more about how to do that, how to speak up and say, I need this. And, um, and so, so, and so tell me how, how I'm going to get it. Um, so funny. I, I appreciate you saying that. I, I mean, I'm, being a fundraiser at heart, I'm, um, I'm not afraid to make the ask, but here's what's, it's kind of funny. I say this in some of my speeches. Um, I'm probably told no more times in a week than the average person can take. And it never bothers me. I mean, it really doesn't. I just expect it actually. And, and then I, I pursue the yeses, even if there's only two or three a week, but I probably make 50 asks a week. Wow. Yeah, there are some personalities that that can do that. And I I I couldn't take it. I and I put myself out there a lot, but I couldn't take all the no's. You do put yourself out there. Yeah, you, yeah but it's interesting and I don't want to make it like a male female thing, but you know, I I know I have male friends who are just completely fine picking up the call and giving him the phone and hearing no and maybe I can just do it over email or something like that, but I can't. I can't my psyche can't take it. My fragile fragile you know, self esteem. <laughs> But, but okay, and so let's talk. You went from pretty much thoroughly ungoogleable, not entirely, but to having a platform on a national level. Let's mm-hmm. talk about how you strategically built that and how would the role that played in the book release? Yeah, um, well, part of it was really just trying to come up with a plan and a plan that actually um, had some action items tied to it. I mean, I think a lot of times people have goals and, but the goals, you can procrastinate so easily on these goals. And so what I did is I ended up having about 150 to 200 different goals. And one of the first ones was, is to, um, get my hometown involved and bought in before I even went out further. Because if, if the people who cared for me and knew me didn't support me, then it was going to be really hard to do it in a LA or Chicago or Miami or whatever. And so um, that was the first step. And and so I have a, um, a few mentors here that actually helped me um, with that part of it. Kevin helped. And then I went to our mayor here in Peoria, Illinois. And I said, uh, here's what I'm doing. And this is about community. Um, even though I'm going to be the spokesperson for this, um, this really is about community. And he said, I'm all in. What do you need? And I took those goals and gave them to him. And so it was everything from his state of the city, which had 850 people here in Peoria attend, um, I was highlighted. I was featured. My book, he he let me have a book signing after his, this is his show. And um, 
so we got video and we got pictures doing that and all my donors and all of the people tied to the children's home that I run, they were all there and they sat there and said, what an opportunity for um, children's home, but what an opportunity for our community. And so I'm a true believer, no matter how big the community you, you uh, where you live, I mean, use LA as an example. It's your job, Anna, to take care of that community. It is, it is a lot of people's efforts to take care of the communities you're in. And that's the approach that I took. And that's really what kind of steamrolled um, all of these other types of conversations because I just did something, a TV interview in uh, Michigan. And you think, well, what do they care? Well, they care because it's community. And, and, and that compassion piece, I think, is very important. Um, it, when you look at Kevin and the shark mentality, um, you only see that cutthroat. I'm, I'm there for the dollars and all of that, but really there is a heart and there is a compassion piece that is huge to business in general. And so, and so when you decided to basically get your city behind your launch, what did you, you went to the mayor, uh, what else did you do? Well, I went to um, the top 15 corporations in town and I gave them a little sneak peek of what I was doing and um, I said I needed their back. And so um, I had the uh, launch on the 15th of January and that book launch had the CEO of Caterpillar Inc. And, and they, we had, um, the CEOs of the hospitals and the CEOs. And, and these are people, why it's important to have the CEOs is because you have that corporate backing and those employees are really tied to boards and the boards are tied to community. And so I knew once I had the corporate piece that the, um, the bigger thought was then I can go and do the grassroots neighborhood piece. And, you know, Kevin told me something that was, that was interesting, and, and I do this anyway. I'm a true believer that even though um, I run an agency, everyone, in my opinion, needs to win because if, if I can't raise money for the person next door, which isn't typical, but I do it every week and I'm doing it tomorrow, um, that then those kids will hit the street or those cancer survivors aren't going to have some sort of treatment or holistic approach or, or whatever the, whatever it may be. It could be the boys and girls club. And they all, all of these groups have to talk because it's the same people in the communities. And, and so that's where it started. And, and once we started doing that, I started doing, I got an interview um, and telling that piece in Michigan and then Indianapolis. And then I went to, um, to Phoenix and then to Vegas and then to Orlando. And it's just starting. I'm doing, um, I'm doing some keynotes this summer. And one of the groups is the thousand people from all over. Um, and it's, it's an accounting firm. It's not a nonprofit because um, it does. It goes back to people and it goes back to community. And I truly believe that. I'll, I'll stand by that for the rest of my life, no matter what. I've always, I've always felt that. And so what are the actual, if somebody wanted to follow in your stead and take the actual steps you're taking, you know, having launched this, this speaking career, do you reach out and send copies of your book? What do you do and how does the book play into it? Yeah, so one of the things that I did is I ended up, um, I purchased 500 um, copies of my own book, and I've already handed them out. Um, I, I, what, I, what I've done locally 
is I have held book signings and I haven't charged. What I say is um, make donations to the children's home. And so it's really, I've gotten in the hands of people just in this area, I've probably gotten uh, about a thousand books in, in people's hands. And, and so that's just locally. But then when I went to um, Orlando, I had, it was so funny, I had um, carry-on luggage, I could barely even roll it. And I, it was 100% filled with books. And so the, the lady next to me um, that was on the airplane, I started talking to her and she was from Dayton, Ohio she got a copy and I just started handing out copies and, and, and really what it's, I've had two or three people already email me. I had somebody from Cleveland, Ohio email me and they want me to, uh, to hire me to come and um, talk to their uh, United way there. And so there's, I think there's a, an approach that you can take. You can take a, um, I guess a cheaper approach and maybe try to do it by emails and try to, worry about book sales. I mean, I don't think I've really even looked at how many books I've sold. Um, I kind of don't care. Uh, I just really want to get the word out. And I think getting the word out is the most important thing. I sent press releases to people that probably don't care. Um, everything that you can think of from a branding standpoint, I left a book in the, uh, in the airport. Um, I, <laughs> I was in Las Vegas um, sitting in a, a, in a lounge at the uh, um, hotel and uh, I handed out books. And then what was funny is I took books with me um, to dinner and I, I had one of my daughters with me and, and I had her carry these books. And so if a celebrity walked by, there was an athlete that walked by and I said, Hey, uh, um, he's an all pro football player. And I said, champ, I said, uh, I want to show you what I, what I've done, my book. He didn't know me. And, uh, I said, you mind holding the book up and everything? And he goes, it's for kids, right? And I go, yeah, I run a children's, I run a children's home. And, you know, then, and then I take that and I post it on Instagram and Facebook and, um, all the other social media that, that you can. And I really hit it hard. And so it's, I think my, uh, LinkedIn has gone from, 2,000 followers to maybe seven or eight just in about three or four weeks. Um, and the same with uh, Facebook. I, I think I've, I'm getting close to tapping out of how many so-called friends you can have. And, uh, but it, it's those types of things. And then I found lists of people that had, um, that had done interviews before, and I found all these different – so I'm emailing snippets of my book to different markets. So in Indianapolis, I found um, a media list and I, I ended up uh, sending 12 to 15 emails uh, to that, to that list alone. And, and I think if you have that goal of doing that once a day, twice a day and doing something every day to promote yourself and promote the book in the end, um, I think I've, I, I love doing these podcasts. I've never done one until about four weeks ago, and I think I've done 10 now. And so it's things like that that are awesome. I mean, I think you are so smart to not worry about the book sales, to to understand that it is about what you what you can do in terms of the influence with having a book compared to what? Selling a book and making $5 on each copy? Yeah, it's so, I'm so happy when people just organically understand that. Um, 
But yeah. is that is that something some having a mentor like Kevin sort of taught you, or did you just know that? Well, um, you know, just promoting events that I've done in the past. I've um, in my career, I've put on two hundred fifty plus events and fundraisers and things, and and um, so I understand the value of brand, but it was always for the brand of what the cause was or what the mission was. What I figured out with Kevin is that, and you, is that the book is an avenue to have me be the brand, which in turn, my agency, Children's Home, actually reaps the benefits from. My dad, my dad said something so funny. My dad goes, uh, how many books have you sold? And I go, Man, I haven't even looked. And he goes, well, it's not like you're John Grisham or something. <laughs> And it's true. I mean, let's be real. My goal isn't to to try to sell as many books as Nelson DeMille or anything like that. That's not the goal. Uh, the goal is to uh, spread the word of, of what we ended up writing about and what, uh, what change we can make to better our community. Yeah, I mean, sorry, John Grisham. I think you're helping a lot more people than he is. 